And welcome to the Trenton 365 Show. I'm your host, Jacques Howard. You can send me an email, trenton365show at gmail.com. You can follow me on social media, Trenton365 on Instagram and also on Twitter. And the Facebook page is Trenton365show. You can post your events to the Trenton 365 community calendar. You're listening over WIMG 1300, New Jersey's oldest radio station, and the three-time, sorry, four-time stellar award-nominated station. And you're watching over WPHY, Channel 25 in Mercer County, New Jersey via the Verizon network. So I'm continuing this whole um, recent uh, movement of music, original music and artists, etc. Um, I've got in the studio, I've got Devante, who's Vaunt, and then we've got Alfonso Jones. Yes. Right. So we've got, these two are in a band together called Cornbread, and that's when I met them both. Vaughn is actually going to be my intern for the upcoming school year, which I'm stoked about. Uh, and Alfonso is about to leave for college uh, in a couple of weeks, but we wanted to talk to him about some of the things he's been doing and also how these two, um, for lack of a better term, these two are the epitome of the talent that's here in this region. These that's two young term. men. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> these, these two wonderful, handsome young men who are doing some amazing things right here in Trenton, uh, Defying all the odds and all the negativity that, that is sometimes shared about what's happening here in Trenton. So without any further ado, Vaught and Alfonso, welcome to the Trenton 365 show. Thank How you guys doing? Thank you. Oh, fantastic. So first of all, this kind of came together rather quickly, so I appreciate you both um, for being here, one. And two, I appreciate, Vaught, the efforts that you've been um, connect, connecting with me to talk about how we're going to design what your internship is going to look like. So I'm stoked about that. So let's talk about, um, first of all, how do the two of you know each other? We, <laughs> we, uh, Alfonso, well, he graduated, but we both go to Trent, we both went to Trent High, yeah. um, and we were both in the, the high school orchestra, and I came, he, because he's older than me, he was in the orchestra already, I came in, and he played the drums and the bass while I played drums, and, like, I started, like, learning ropes off of him and somebody yeah. else, another one of the cornbread members, and then we all, because of that, because of the orchestra, we all, like, the friendship started from there, and that's kind of the back what, of the bus squad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what we were. The back of the bus squad. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, um, so both of you obviously have uh, an appreciation for music. Um, where did that come from? Uh, for me, uh, music has really been passed down in my family. My uncle Frank, who's passed, he was a drummer. Um, I have an uncle who sings. Uncle has played the bass before. Like, his music is. We have a gene, you know what I'm saying? So when, when I was born, I was a drummer off the rip. I would play on pots and pans. <laughs> nice. um, and then I started learning how to play the piano uh, for a little bit. And I still play the piano. And I, I picked up the bass in high school. I just always had, like, uh, an intrigue for music. So um, it's really something that's been a part of my life forever. Mm-hmm. And I really don't know what I'd do without it. Mm-hmm. And Vaughn, what about you? My aunt and uncle from my dad's side, they're not, like, they're professional, but they don't like me to use the term like choreographers. My uncle had a dance group in college, and so I hope and like just about all of my dad's side can dance. So like I'm always listening to them, them doing like different different genres of music. They could like go from like Jay Z to like uh, to any other like genre, any type of artist. It's amazing. And then I guess from that, I can somewhat dance. But I started picking up like Alfonso said, like drums. I like was banging on the couches. Um, and then, like, I started doing it professionally in school, and then I got—I just started getting better and growing more and more of like a passion for it. Mm-hmm. So, what what made you want to start the band Cornbread, and who are the other members? Uh, honestly, it all came from 
just us realizing that we were a good group of guys, good group of friends. We really liked each other, and we all shared a, a passion for music. And we all ended up playing an instrument that provided something that we could all play together. Yeah. Because yeah, we was playing music in the orchestra, and we was playing music for the orchestra. But it was certain songs that like we wanted to play, or that we found interest in, wanted to play together. You know, and it kind of happened on accident. Like, we would eat lunch together and then start playing and practicing or whatever. And then we realized we were good. So, yeah, it's me, Devante, uh, Caesar, Lionel, um, Kadir, Kadir uh, Weimar, and Rafiq. Rafiq yeah. yeah, other members of Trent High. Okay. And uh, the first time that I, I saw you perform, it was at the... Pork Roll Festival, At right? the Pork Roll Festival, yeah. yeah. And uh, you you guys were set up and you were just jamming together. Yeah. And I, I met uh, Keith who is, I guess, the, the, the teacher for you. Okay, guidance counselor. And he said, yeah, you ought to check oh, these Wallace. guys out. Yeah. yeah, Keith Wallace. He said, you know, you guys might want to check, you might want to check these guys out and maybe have them on your show. So I sat there and I was listening. And then um, I had a conversation, I think, with each of you briefly. Mm-hmm. And there was something about how you all prevented, uh, presented yourselves. Yeah. Like there's something critical about when someone looks you in the eyes and shakes your hand. And all of you did that. And then you started playing, and the music w- was nice. And I was like, okay, Keith, yeah, I want to I follow up with these guys. And then later, um, through uh, Patrick Williams at Trenton Central High School before he left, um, he said, yeah, I- I've got um, someone who you know, wants to be an intern. And then I reconnected with you there, and then we were right. talking. I'm like, ah, oh, this, is, this is like that synchronicity moment where it's yeah. like, hey, this has got to make sense. And then he brought you up. Over um, over breakfast the other day, yeah. and then as we were leaving, uh-huh. you were coming. <laughs> so I'm like, man, this is, you can't get it any easier or better right. than this. Um, uh, so l- let's talk a bit about um, the education portion of it. Mm-hmm. Vaughn, you're still in high school, and Alfonso, you're in college. Let's yeah, start with you, Alfonso. Year. Talk about um, where you are, in, where you going to school, and your major, etc. Uh, I'm at St. Peter's University in Jersey City, majoring in business management. Um, this will be my second year. And I'm very excited going after my degree. Sweet. Um, I'm about to do my senior year at Trenton Central High School. I want to, you want me to talk about like what I want to do after high school or just? Yeah, well, what you're doing in high school now and what you want to do in the future. Well, I've taken, I go to, because Trenton High is split up right now because we're not in a big building. But my the building that I'm in, it specializes in like mass communications, the school of communication. So I've taken photography class, videography class, and that's helped me because I'm, I do YouTube videos and I'm in a film program outside of school and we've done a short film with that so I've used like the skills and I'm the editor for my school's yearbook so I've used the skills that I've learned from school to help further like further myself with that and I want to go to school and for in college for mass communication radio TV and film Mm-hmm. Great. So um, why don't you both share your contact information, your social media, uh, because I, I'm always trying to connect people with other people because that's how our networks, you know, grow and that's how we become more diverse. Uh, um, my YouTube channel is VontLeak, V-O-N-T-L-E-A-K. Uh, my Twitter and Instagrams are those are at VontLeak and yeah. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram. That's probably the best place to find all information about me. Uh, at T-K-P-N-O-O-K. All right. T-K-P-N-O-O-K. K. Yes. And T-K-P-Nook. T-K-P-Nook, yeah. T-K-P-Nook. Yeah, it's like, Nook is like my family nickname. So, like, I just threw that in there because, like, 
it's a part of me. Okay. You know what I'm saying I want my the people who follow me to be a part of knowing who I am. <laughs> All right, cool. So let's see if we can bump up um, how many people are following you both, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. tonight. So TKPN Nook, and that's on all yeah. social media, Instagram and Twitter. And Vont, V-O-N-T-L-E-A-K, uh, for you. Yes. Okay, great. All right. So um, so we were talking, Vont, about, um, you know, nowadays uh, young people have the opportunity and access to so much more technology than, you know, people my generation when I was your age. And you're using that, like you've got a vlog, you're, doing, you're making films, you do music, etc. cetera. Um, how do you foresee that helping you after college or through college? I know you said you want to specialize in a degree in communication, et cetera, but how do you feel as though what you're doing now is going to help you in the near future? Well, I feel like like the fact that there are so many different outlets for today's generation, it helps, like, like you said, you wouldn't, you, you and Steve were talking last week, like, I do YouTube videos. He cut me off after I said that and was like, you had to do pay God knows how much for a cassette back in the day. So the fact that I'm able to use YouTube and whatever other outlets there are to, to practice my art and film, I feel like that, that helps. And I know... By the time I'm you guys' age, it's gonna help me. So there's gonna be ten thousand more outlets and stuff. Like Fonz does, um, he makes his own music and puts it on a SoundCloud, which like I don't like you. I don't understand how we would have how we would survive to do whatever the heck we wanted to do back like back when we were limited to everything. Do the old school grind. Yeah, yeah. Know, walk the street and sell your CDs. Yeah. You know, but like now, like you said, um, I make my own music. I upload it on SoundCloud. Um, Apple Music, Spotify, uh, we're in a Google Play Store, Amazon. So, yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I just blinked. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. But I like, just, like technology. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, it, it yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it definitely, it definitely helps um, with what I want to do. And it kind of expedites the process as well because it, it puts you in play with as big as artists as you hear on the radio. So just as easy as somebody could find their song, they could find your song as well. And the fact that you do it all on your own, you don't have to like wait on other people. You don't have to like you don't have to run on anybody else's clock. You could put out like your own process as slow or as fast as you want it to. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, I want you to talk about um, something that you mentioned both of you earlier was um, the different genres of music that that was just around you. Um, and I like to ask musicians this: What is the importance, or what do you feel is the importance of listening to lots of different music? I feel like when you listen to lots of different music, it helps you develop the type of musician that you are for yourself because you know what you like to hear and you know like basically I like to call it a pocket like you know how you like to um, put your, like, your certain inflections or your different tonalities on, on a song that makes you different from the next player because like, two people who pick up the same instrument aren't going to play it the exact same way and if they do then it's not interesting you know so when you listen to a whole bunch of different music it allows you to pick the parts that you like and combine them and then put it into and, and make what you what you love, and I can compare that to myself because I listen to a whole bunch of different music, and that helps with songwriting, that helps with production, it helps with all elements of making the music. That's kind of how we branched off into cornbread because our orchestra, we play like we play like a variation of music. We play like a Michael Jackson made like Temptations, but then we play like contemporary like ballads and stuff, yeah. and even like pop songs. Like we did like contemporary ballad versions of that, and we took. We took a couple songs that are like on the radio today. We put our own little twist on them, like how like we did location. We do like a uh, like a slower version of Redbone by Childish Gambino. We do yeah, we do all that. And I mean, we play cornbread like what like a like a pop like 
what kind of what genre? Like, like urban contemporary. Yeah, urban contemporary like pop uh, music, but we put our own little spin on like songs that aren't even that aren't like that like right now, and that's the fact that we were able to do that. Just because we listen to a bunch of different music. Yeah, it's because because of that. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk a bit about the history a little bit. I mean, because some folks may. We got a couple of minutes left, but we'll we'll touch on it and then we'll go to a break and then we'll be back. But Alfonso, um, you've had some rather large success in your young life, yeah. and uh, why don't you talk a little bit about that? Um, well, the first uh, huge success that I've reached, um, I was eight years old, and no, I wasn't. Eight. I was ten, and I got casted in The Lion King on Broadway, um, in New York. So yeah, that was like the first time that. You know, I could walk out the house and no longer be like called by my name anymore. It was always Simba, 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 Simba. What's up, Simba, Simba? It's the Lion King. This the Lion King. You know, um, but that was great. Uh, I was on Broadway for two years, um, and it was an amazing experience. Um, and it, it was a job, but like it almost didn't feel like work. It almost got to feel like you know you get to go, you get to put on this performance, an iconic performance at that, because everyone knows. Like, you can say, oh, I'm in a Lion King on Broadway, and everyone's going to know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So being a, part of, being a part of that was an amazing experience. Um, even going back sometimes, like, I can still go there, and they'll be like, oh, Fonz, I miss you so much. Like, you know, um, but yeah. And then, so after that, uh, I started doing a lot of General Mills commercials, voiceover acting, Lucky Charms, Tricks. Um, and that was a cool experience as well because I always wanted to do that. Um, acting in front of the camera was always an idea for me, and eventually I got there. But like the voice acting always was something to me, like being behind a microphone, getting getting able to make a character, and then voice that character, and then for to have the like uh, I guess the anonymous quality, like oh my god, like that 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 character is so cool. And then you get to find out like yeah, I did that, you know. Uh, I like doing that for a little bit. And then um, I just recently did Roxanne Roxanne, which is still on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a small role in that movie. Um, and that was, a, uh, that was the ultimate experience because I seen what it was like to be on a set, like a movie set, um, and being around directors and there's like the producers and everyone. And then um, being that it was a biopic, the actual Roxanne Shantae was there. And she's like, uh, she's giving notes to the girl who's playing her, and she's trying to make sure that everything is is right, make sure everything is good, make sure everything's perfect. Um, and then being around the other actors who are like my contemporaries, you know, and we're all just trying to come together and and make this one great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was amazing, amazing. Mm-hmm. We're, there's a couple of things I want you to help me remember after the break uh, about Roxanne Shante. Um, okay. But uh, you're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. I've got Alfonso and Vaughn in the studio, and we're talking a little bit about who they are, their relationship, their friendship, etc. And uh, you're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show, and we'll be back after a short break. And welcome back to the Trenton 365 show. I've got Alfonso and Vaughn, and we're going to be talking a bit more about their social media presence. Um, but uh, we've been talking about their friendship and a little bit off camera, which is which is pretty awesome. I'll be sharing about um, their friendship and about how genuine their friendship is and encouraging them to keep that going. Because there's a lot of men who don't have that opportunity. Um, and, and let me back up. Males 
oftentimes don't keep that relationship together as they progress and to get older. And I was saying how, like, I'm fortunate enough to have, you know, friends who I've had for 40 years, you know, and some that I'm just as tight with who I haven't been, you know, friends with for that long. But it's important, I think, for people to have relationships with the, with the same gender. And uh, I'm encouraging you to, to, to keep up your friendship. If anything comes up, fight through it. Um, and just use this as an opportunity to uh, really galvanize who you, who you are because it's going to make society better. I mean, that, that saying, iron sharpeneth iron, that's what the two of you are going to be doing to each other. So, uh, good, good, awesome. And now you can see why, why like, I'm stoked about, you know, Vont being my intern and meeting Alfonso and, and seeing the development good of Cornbread. People. Yeah, that's it, man. <laughs> and I want you to elaborate on that. Just good people. Go ahead, elaborate on that, please. Uh, I mean... I try to all, try, try, I try to be a good person, spread positive vibes, positive energy, like no matter where I go. And honestly, I got that from my cousin, cause he is like the epitome of positivity. Sometimes to a fault, like sometimes there's bad things. You're like, bro, like that's bad. Like this, this situation is terrible. But he'll always find a way to find like the 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 silver lining in the situation. So I try to get that from him and try to push it to other people because like if that's what, the type of life that you want to live. You got to be able to put your energy over anything that comes your way. So I just try to spread the love and positivity. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm a person that like, I don't see the negative, but like I prepare myself for the negative. I don't, I don't always say that's necessary. I don't think that's necessarily the best thing to do in certain scenarios, but I have like, not just Alfonso, but like the other guys in Cornbread or my girlfriend, just other people like they always like try to like see the positive stuff. Alfonso's been here with me through a lot, so a lot of bad. And it's like just they see like the brighter the brighter side of things, and I look at them like, why are you so positive? Like, cause you're not gonna get anywhere looking at the negative. So I try to live by like look, just stay looking at the positive. Like, be prepared for the negative, but just like just keep like just be happy. The there's worst no reason. Can't kill you. Yeah, there's no reason to like be upset. And then once you do that and start to live by that, then and spread it amongst other people, it's, it's like a ripple effect. And that's, yeah, that's what's important. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's awesome. So um, you, you guys read through a, a bunch of different things, I mean, that, that you're both individually doing. Um, I know you're going back to school, and, and you're starting school. I mean, you're leaving for college, and then you're going back to high school. What's going on with Cornbread? Are we going to be able to see Cornbread <laughs> perform live? Are you going to be in town on breaks? I mean, what's going on with Cornbread? Um, all right, I'm gonna so, let you handle that. Yeah, so <laughs> cornbread is currently on, I guess you could say, hiatus. That's a good word. Because, uh, so last year Alfonso left for college, and we got a fill-in who, for she plays keys. Weimar, shout out to Weimar. She plays keys and she sings. We did that, and then one of the other members. We have so now. Well, they just graduated. Two members under Alfonso. They're about to go to college. Lionel so we, Kadir, Lionel yeah. and Kadir, we were preparing for them to leave. So like, what happens next year when they leave? So the girl Weimar plays keys. She sings, and then we've got another bass player, which what Lionel plays. But as of this year, I'm like earlier this year, like Proco Festival. That was one of I guess we knew everything was gonna start coming down to an end because a lot of us have. I'm not gonna say higher priorities because Cornbread, like we're despite whatever happened we're all proud of cornbread like yeah. equal i hope equally yeah and it's is it something that we all want to do for the rest of our lives i don't know like i just i know that we're aside from cornbread being a band we're all still friends that's what i feel is most that's important. what never changed yeah that's yeah that's yeah we stuff just got in the way 
honestly. Yeah, like people much. going to school, not, nothing like more or less important, just a lot of stuff got in the way. And I thank God for Cornbread. I thank God for the friendship that I have with the five guys in Weimar and yeah. But that doesn't mean we'll never play music together. Yeah. Yeah, I still yeah. I could play. I'm gotta go with because at the end of the day, tomorrow, music so. is what started it all, and yeah. we all still make music. We all still play music. Like music gonna bring it back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that. If just the timing. If in the future, hopefully, yeah, like we come back together and do so. Like most definitely, like that. That there's like a feeling that I get whenever we do corner. There was a feeling like I was like missing when you left, and then you came back, and we were. It was like all seven of us together. It was like, like wow, like this is this is it. I don't know. It's just like, it's a fulfilling feeling doing that. And yeah. Mm. You know, before the break, um, Alfonso, you were talking about um, Roxanne Roxanne, oh, yeah. the movie based upon Roxanne Shante. And, uh, and I wanted to bring this up. Um, you know, so when uh, Roxanne Shante, you know, first came onto the scene, you know, in the 80s, I mean, her song, you know, was on, on the radio, you know, easily. Twice an hour. She had a hit. You were in a song. Oh yeah, she had she had more than a <laughs> she had an iconic culturally changing song, um, and um, you know I, I wanted to talk about about Roxanne Shante mainly because of her uh, business acumen, um, and and uh, and if I'm not make sure that I have this correct, her deal was for her to get in a college education. Mm-hmm off of her record deal not to get you know royalties just royalties or, or anything else it was really to help her develop and move along um, if you know anything about that chime in about that and then I want you to both chime in about that kind of acumen that kind of like thought process when you're going to a corporation designing something that's going to be uh, important for you uh, I mean honestly you was the first person to tell me that okay. so <laughs> that's that's pretty cool to know that um, I don't know if they still do that. Do they, do they still, if they still give out record deals with with college tuition compensation, it's like, a contract. That, it's it's all about how you that kind of sounds it out. that kind of sounds cool to me, Word. to be honest with you. Because like if because like usually you see people they get a record deal and then they have to choose um, whether they want to continue with music or whether they want to continue with school or try to manage both at the same time, but the record label really doesn't, you never really hear about the record label supporting the artists through school as they continue to put out music. That's like tour. the norm of it. So, yeah. yeah, like you never really hear about that. So if, if that was to become a thing again, and there would be more artists that did, that were like college students, as well as recorder artists, and the co- recorder companies could help the artists with the school and tuition, that would be amazing. Yeah. I would actually be interested in being part yeah. of that. So, so I'm sure Sign somebody's going to send me an email or text message me or something and break it down. But I'm almost positive it was Roxanne Shante who had negotiated in her record deal that the label would pay for her college. Sign me up. And and I think that 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 lends to something about where we are now, like intellectual property, yeah. the importance of having a lawyer who's going to truly represent you, you know, individually, and. So you both think that that's that's a pretty good idea. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what like you, yeah. you you I could I could live my dreams of being a recorded artist at the same time as get my college tuition paid. Wow. Yeah. That's, All I gotta do is manage the the work. Like I I just gotta be able to because you kind of already doing. Like, you know what I'm not, saying? Not the tuition, but like you already putting out your own stuff. Because, yeah. Yeah. You know, I just gotta be be able to like handle the grind, and that's not nothing but like mine. You know, I got all this stuff being handed to me. All I have to do is be the person who's the workforce behind it. Balance it, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. So what I want to say, folks, um, I, 
think we got two people, two young men here who are going to be looking for those kinds of deals. You know, if you're someone, a record label, or if you're an organization that's looking for some sharp young men um, who are looking to do some major things in the very near future, and as a corporation or as, as a lawyer, you're sharp enough to know that you're dealing with some sharp young people, yeah. I'd say get in touch with Alfonso or Vaughn and uh, figure out if you can work something out together. Um, so let's uh, let's transition a little bit, and I'm going to talk about um, Vaughn, about you as an intern. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, over breakfast uh, at Pat Steiner, one of my spots, um, you know, we were talking Delicious. about some of the things. Yeah, yours too, that's right. You were there with the whole family. Shout out to Pat Steiner. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Pat. Yep. And, um you were talking about some of the things that you'd like to like to do, mm-hmm. some of the, the segments on the on the Trenton three sixty five show, and uh, some uh, some things with uh, videography and, and et cetera. Why don't you just share a little bit about that? Um, well, I grew up not grew up the past couple of years. I grew a love for like talk shows. I grew a love for like Jimmy Fallon or Conan O'Brien or uh, Kelly Ripa and My- Michael Strahan, Ryan Seacrest, stuff like that. And so like, I grew up wanting to like do that type of stuff, like to have not just interviews but like have conversation or like Larry Wilmore like Larry Wilmore like sits there and like starts a conversation and then I started I came here with you last week and then I watched you basically do that just not visual and then like I watched you do it with somebody that I've connected with Sarah Dash and it was like I enjoy seeing it's like radio and talk shows and TV it kind of they go hand in hand and to see a different side of the spectrum I got interested in that and then you told me to like start coming up with ideas for segments because you you you're pushing me to say like even if you think it's a bad idea just go sit there and do it. So I'm like coming up with like I like brainstorming like what to do and eventually I hope I'm able to do something like what you do because that's I don't know like that's you said you want something for me to do something that people when they see or hear me do that they're like oh that's Vaughn's thing and that's that's exactly what I want. I've always been a person that wants to entertain and put content out that people love and enjoy and to have like something that's like stuck with my name that that'd be amazing Mm -hmm. yeah i I live by this uh, motto which is also a red hot chili pepper song title which is give it away Mm -hmm. you know there's only so much that i can do with what i have i mean um you know like i'm even if i was a a talented performing artist they're not cutting deals record deals for 50 year old bald men (laughs) unless you like you got the you got that stuff. You yeah, that. you know what I mean? But how weird, how weird is that? You know, the movement, the movement is youth. And I understand that and I recognize that. And it's the same thing for everything else. So it's, a, it's important for us, no matter where we are as human beings, for us to always think about who came before us, who helped us get to where we are, who's walking with us in the situation where we currently are, and how you can make an impact and provide a way for the next generation. That's what it's and all about. Dig yeah. it, bro. And that's one of the things that I'm super excited about meeting both of you and you being my intern is that, man, look, I want you to design something that's transformative. I want you to feel as though I got the maximum out of the opportunity. And that's something that I know for a long time, myself and others of my age, we didn't have those choices and opportunities. You know, if someone in your family didn't give you a shot, chances are you just didn't get a shot. Yeah, right. You know, so I'm stoked about about both of you. I'm excited about what you both have done, and I'm looking forward to seeing what you're going to do in the future. And and just consider, just know that you've got my support. Um, we're going to be finishing up right now. Can you both share your contact information, your social media, so people can reach out to you, and then we'll sign off. Yeah. yeah. Alright, right. Right, yeah. So like I said, you can follow me on Instagram at TKP Nook. That's spelled T K P N O O K.
and my YouTube is uh, my YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram are my name Vont Leak V O N T L E A K. Awesome. So, uh, both of all, thank you. First of all, thank you both for coming back in, folks. You'll see Vaughn on a pretty regular basis, especially when he gets the uh, parameters up for the segment that he's going to do. We're going to try to do this at least a minimum of once a week or once a month, rather. Well, he'll be uh, taking over a segment of the Trenton 365 show. And again, thank you both very much. Thank you. For having um, so, folks, um, this is what this is all about. Um, we've got these wonderful opportunities every single day in our lives to make an impact. Not only an impact in our lives, but an impact in other people's lives and on other people's lives. And uh, I just want you to be encouraged and know that, yeah, there are people who are listening, there are people who are watching, there are people who are seeing different things. Take those opportunities to do the best that you can, to be the best that you can. Um, you've been listening and watching the Trenton 365 show. Segment one is over, and we'll be back after a short break.